Thanks for tuning into the Sounds of Healing podcast. You will discover a new way of being using the power of sound and vibrations. We'll be having conversations with new thought leaders, sound healers, and mind-body experts. Listen and find the path to your elevated dreams. I am so excited and grateful for Lisa Anise being with us today, her presence. She's filled with love and light. And she is going to help us see how we can bring more and more light into our life on our path, finding our true path of joy and purpose and how to make those shifts. It could be huge changes and it can be small changes and it can be both. And Lisa just finished this amazing book, I Am Light. It's going to be very exciting to hear her process about how she changed her life and how we also can do the same. And it has a lot to do with tuning in and feeling our vibrations and connecting to our own sound, the sound of our voice. So she's the author, a dedicated practitioner and teacher of Kundalini yoga and meditation. She's a sound healer, a spiritual guide and owner of the Divine Sound, a yoga and sound healing studio. As a divorced woman, a single mother, and hearing loss advocate supporting the needs of her son who has permanent hearing loss. She has chosen to go from dark into light in her own life, embrace challenges as lessons, and forever change the narrative of her future and that of her family and of all the people that she shares with. She openly shares stories from her path about finding her own light as an opportunity to educate and help others to do the same for themselves. I see her light beaming like a lighthouse and we're in the dark and we can find our way. She currently lives with her two sons, Anthony and Michael, and their toy poodle, Rocco, in Franklin Lakes, New Jersey. And I had the great gift of having a sound healing session with Lisa and it was, it was so powerful. I can't even find the words. And it was also very special because I had just moved and I was anticipating and looking for my path in this new place. And it was quite overwhelming because it was a very huge journey for me. And I was also gifted it for my son. And it was really life-changing. And to be the person that's usually giving sound healing, to be able to receive it, it was amazing. And the amount of sounds and the, the presence and her studio is just really beautiful. So here we can create that in what we're sharing today in this podcast. So welcome. Help me welcome Lisa. Thank, thank you, thank Ken you Aaron. I'm so, so grateful to be here with you today and with your presence. Thank you. Oh, thank you so much. And you're going to be helping us all to find our own personal voice and our path with the power to change and the courage to create everything that we want to create. And one thing I really love about your book is the structure. It's so beautiful. It isn't left up to each person to, to decide, oh, I was really inspired by that paragraph, but oh, how nice for her. But it's really about us really how we can apply it to our lives in such a practical way i love that your background which i didn't share and if you could please share your background of 
of your journey and and your powerful changes just a little synopsis because i know your whole book is filled with those nuggets sure sure no i've so um my background is in accounting i'm a cpa and an mba so i i basically talk about my book i've had two lives so my life before divorce and my life after divorce identifying myself my awakening finding my truth living from a place of consciousness so um I'm grateful for all my experiences because it led me to follow my truth. And the truth was what was inside my heart. I had to follow that, follow my purpose because I felt like I was not living my purpose. I was not living for me in my first life. And the book happened out of a healing modality. I found writing to be something that I really enjoyed doing to help myself with my own emotions, with going through a separation and then further on to a divorce. And I didn't like to write. I was never something that I enjoyed doing, but I just had a calling from actually an angel who told me to write. And, and as I believe so deeply in the power of the divine and we get signs on our paths. So I followed it and it was tremendous healing for myself. And I started to write, um, on social media, I became very vulnerable when my son was diagnosed with hearing loss as a way to just share with the world that challenges can be our greatest blessings. And I got so much feedback from people locally in my community about um, what I was writing and I was helping people, which further led me into the idea of I wanted to write a book. So the idea about writing a book was probably about a year in the making until I divinely found my, my um, publisher. And that's when I knew to follow the timing of the divine and I was ready to write a book. So that's how I am light was born. And I discussed with my publisher about, you know, the idea of writing and my background. And because I, the, the, the book is a 180 day journey. Every day is a new day and every day starts with a unique quote. And I personally connect, connect with quotes very deeply. And so, it was something that um, I was naturally doing on my own, reflecting on quotes, and I turned into a book. So it's a six month journey. And as you said, you know, the structure is there. So every day you get up and you read a new day and every day is under 500 words. So it's very easy for the reader to apply into their lives. And, and the whole idea is to come up, have a daily practice of reading and also reflecting on what was, what was, um, what was read, you read about the quote, et cetera. I have a question for everyone to do, but then I go into some healing modalities that I personally use for myself to help myself. So some yoga postures some meditations and sound healing. So it's something that um, I felt very strongly about to implement because just doing this can make you feel lighter and make you view the world with a different outlook from positivity and I think that's definitely needed at this time for anyone to implement into our lives. That's really beautiful. We're also grateful that you followed that calling in so many ways. And we each have our personal calling. So to find the way that we can connect to that and all that you share, I also love the powerful sound healing that you offer online for people who buy the book. And I think also on YouTube, but if you could share, that's really powerful. I love, it's one of my favorite parts of your book is that it's more than the book. It's the sound 
so each, so it's, it's, it's um, six month journey. Each month has a new sound healing component for you to listen to. Each component is 10 minutes and it's all different types of instruments from gongs, chimes, drums. Um, I have my Tibetan bowls and weaved in as well. So it's an opportunity for you to take a pause and allow the sounds to move through you. And when you do that, it elevates you and you learn to let things go that maybe you're holding on to. And it's a beautiful gift that you can give to yourself any time of day or um, that you feel that you may need it. And everyone who has access to the book has access to those recordings. And, and I was so grateful to just put it together and share my journey. And obviously being a sound healer, you appreciate this. And, and that's why we connected and through your son, obviously. And I'm, I'm so grateful our path did. Oh, yes. Many blessings. Yeah. For people listening, wherever they are, if they don't have the 30 minutes and the 10 minutes daily, could they modify it for the amount of time they have and maybe use it for two days? Or have you, I know it's ideal to have 180 days, but do you have any suggestions and, and also how to use it throughout the day? Sure. So the idea is to have the practice work for you, you know, um, be flexible. There is, everyone is different and unique with their schedule and their day. And, you know, the way, way it works is, so it's the reading and then the posture. So I recommend five postures for each chapter pertaining, connecting with that area. And each chapter also connects with a certain chakra energy center in our body. That way we kind of structure it all as well. So you know, it's something that I think you can make it work for you. Maybe you do the reading in the morning and then you come at night and you can do the healing modalities. Or if you had a break during your day at lunch, you wanted to take a little breather and, and be refreshed, you know, that's something that you could work. So it's very flexible. And the idea is not to be so much, you have to do this this way. I want people to be able to um, feel they have an opportunity to allow it to work in their lives the way they can, because if it's forced, in a way that's not comfortable for you, you may not apply into your lives. And the idea is to do it something that you enjoy doing because you do get the benefits from it. And um, as far, and even, even um, breaking up, you know, different parts of your day, maybe morning is reading and midday you do some exercises at night you do sound healing. I think people will develop their own type of system that works uniquely for them and maybe trial and error. But I think it's the, the point is just keep doing it and even if you have 10 minutes, for example, you know, do a posture for a minute instead of two minutes, like I recommend, you know, whatever works is better than nothing. And then you slowly build up to maybe more time, up, you know, um, focusing on it. So um, I think that would be key for people. How beautiful. For people that aren't aware of the chakras, could you give a summarized version and how you see it? connecting to the sound and the postures? Sure. So there's seven energy, energy centers in our body. So there are chakras, we call them. They're, they're wheels of light that are spinning. So our first chakra is our root area at the base of our spine. The second chakra is our sacral chakra at our sexual organs. The third chakra is the abdominal area called the solar plexus. The fourth chakra is our heart, so area of love. The fifth chakra is our throat our truth area. Our sixth chakra is our area of intuition at our third eye, which is the point between the brows. 
and our seventh chakra is our crown, the top of the head. So looking at, you know, it's all energy. So looking at the different postures, there are certain ones that, like, for example, if I want to work on my first chakra, chapter one in my book is connecting with our first chakra at the root. It's called I am truth, but also connecting with truth at the throat chakra. We combine the two, the two chakra areas. And so it's grounding into the earth. So postures that are focusing on our feet in the earth and grounding them to them. Um, also, it's, um, I, I do a meditation in that, in that one called Sat Nam, which is truth is our identity, connecting with the truth of our body, ourselves, so that the meditation for that area is focusing on the truth. So, and that comes from a strong throat, being able to communicate with ourselves and others around us. And when we do those things, our energy centers are open. They are strong, they're spinning, and they're allowing energy to flow freely through all the chakras. It's a constant flow of energy movement. And that's what helps us to feel lighter, helps us to identify other people, connect with the divine awareness, consciousness. All those things are in the book. And for the sound, and I'll, I'll stick with the, the truth chakra, um, the, the, the first chakra with the truth, I, the first chakra connects with the earth element and I have two chimes. I'm actually looking at right now. They are chimes that are connected with the earth. So I have a smaller set of chimes. They're called flow chimes. And I have a larger set of chimes that are called am, actual wing chimes are much larger. And when I turn them, they make a beautiful sound, but the tone of them connects with our earth chakra and helps with grounding, balancing, and so when I, when I came up with my different sound pieces, I wanted to make sure that I connected with a certain area of the body um, just to kind of keep a, a continuity throughout with, with all my, my teachings for the people. Um, and I so deeply enjoyed it. And, um, and that's why each sound piece is different for each chapter um, using different instruments. Oh, I love that. Clear and powerful description of the chakras i also have something somewhat similar in my book and it's amazing how the vibrations also help as you are showing so clearly and when we feel in the zone when we feel our power when we feel joy really all our chakras are balanced and we're we're connected and we feel that flow it's when we're stuck so as people learn to tune in to the chakra they could also go to that section in your book or and become more and more aware oh i feel really stuck in my heart or i feel my throat tightening up and it's so difficult for me to speak up right now when i know that my voice has something to say and that fear and you you mentioned how this really helped you stop your people pleasing and and by practicing the mantras that you sing i'd love to know more about that and what the Sanskrit, how that ties in. I, I also want to ask about so many more things, but if you could share about that. Sure. So mantras is something that, so I started with Kundalini Yoga. Um, in Kundalini Yoga, the whole yoga is a very spiritual practice. We wear white, cover our heads with a turban to protect our energy. And in Kundalini, we chant in a language that uses Sanskrit and it's from the language is Gurmukhi. And so when I first started Kundalini, I didn't know anything about chanting a different language or mantras at all. 
but I just knew that I loved how I felt when I was chanting and I loved the environment I was in. I loved the people I was with and I knew I felt like home. And so it's using your voice and the voice was something that for me took a while to develop and, you know, obviously speaking my truth it took me 40 years to speak my truth of what was really right for me. And so chanting the mantras really helped me to strengthen myself and feel confident and feel beautiful and different mantras for different, different things going on. And, and through my book, every, 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 every chapter has a, a new mantra. And, um, I guess the one I could talk about right now is the power one. So it's one for chapter three is power. That's for solar plexus. It's Sat Siri, Siri Akal, Siri Akal, Maha Akal, Maha Akal, Satsanam, Akal Murit, Mahej Guru. So it's, it's, it was powerful. So it's, it's for creativity. So creativity, that's the joy. And um, but regardless, the, the mantras are something that you connect with and you chant them, they become you. So a mantra is a repetitive verse that you continue on and it becomes your consciousness and becomes who you are. And because I love mantras so deeply, my book is a mantra. I am light. I want to be light. I, I'm light. My readers re repeat this over and over again. I am light. It becomes you. Each chapter is a mantra. mantra. I am truth. I am joy. I am power. I am love. I am intuitive. I am divine. We want to be those things. So if we repeat those things, it becomes us. So it's something that I learned to gain my strength and feel comfortable and feel open and enough to have a difficult discussion with my husband that I felt was from my heart, that I felt it was best for us to separate because I wasn't leading from my truth of my heart. And when you lead from the truth, that's where you're home. You follow the light in your heart. And so the mantras became very powerful for me and things that I continue to do because I generally enjoy I enjoy it and I, I have proof that it, it works. So, and that's what I'm, um, you know, obviously want my readers to, if they're comfortable enough, chanting a different language and following through with that to see, to see um, differences in their lives. Beautiful. Your voice is so pure and the energy, we can also connect with the energy of our voice and the voice we're listening to and, feeling the level of the energy because as we our thoughts are energy and at that level of energy it's like that radio channel and that's what we bring in they call it manifesting mm -hmm. and you're such a great example of that and i think everyone can look back to a time when something appeared in their life that they've really been dreaming about and to knowing that that can be the future we walk into is really being present releasing things that are no longer accepting them. And then we have the freedom to create in our lives. And these are such beautiful ways to do that. I love the Kundalini yoga structure of your connecting the body and the soul. And could you help us understand how that guidance works throughout the book? You've, you've been sharing about it, but if you could add just a little bit more, that would be beautiful. Sure. So Kundalini Yoga, as I mentioned before, so it's finding your truth, Satnam, truth is my identity. So it's something that is throughout the classes. You always hear Satnam. And when you start with, with, with Kundalini, you mentioned tuning in before. So you tune in in Kundalini 
you tune in to your inner wisdom. You tune into the people who come before you and ask them for guidance while you're practicing Kundalini. And the goal is to understand that you have this, you, you have the power within you. You want to build a strong intuitive sense to lead your own life. Like, and that's what Kundalini, I love so much about Kundalini. So you start off with, with that. And then we, it's, it's all about your awareness, consciousness, elevating that. And how do we do that? Through energy and movement of energy. So Kundalini is the energy that's dormant at the base of the spine. So you want to move that up your spine. So through our different postures and movements, we generate the energy and you want to keep it flowing. We talk a lot about flowing our chakras. We want to balance our chakras. We want to energize ourselves. And Kundalini helps that. Kundalini is very specific in the sense that there are certain Kriyas. Kriyas is a list of postures that you focus on throughout the class. Every class is always different with a different motive, purpose to work in an area of the body. And, you know, I struggle with yoga. I knew I had to do yoga when I was younger. I have to do yoga. I should do yoga. I'm so stressed out, whatever. And I never found a yoga practice that I connected with until Kundalini. And because it was so different and there were so many aspects of it that I mentioned before with the movement, with the chanting of mantra, the meditation piece, and also deep relaxation, Kundalini has a sound healing component. The chanting is a sound healing component because when you chant, your tongue is touching the top of the mouth and touches the different meridians, which help to balance the brain. And so, and we conclude Kundalini with a gong bath. So, so many aspects that I just loved and I fell in love with it because I left class feeling phenomenal. Like, and it was something that I wanted to have happen every day and I wanted to go. So Kundalini became my foundation and finding my tribe of people for the first time that I connected with, that I love spending time with. And that's what led me to become a teacher because I knew I wanted to share this knowledge for myself, but also other people and then my children. So my children see a whole new mother, you know, which is great because I never had spirituality as a young person growing up. And I'm blessed that I came into this path as an older person. And now my children who are uh, almost 11 and nine, I'm able to incorporate a spiritual lifestyle for them. So they now view life differently. And I'm so grateful for them to, to view life the way I view it and have an opportunity to have a change in how they grow up. And it's such a beautiful thing to witness. Oh, that's really beautiful. It's fun to connect with you on Instagram also because you share some of those beautiful moments. I, I love all of your posts. And how could people join you on Instagram? And, and how can they find you? And, and you have beautiful events. Oh, thank you. If you could so, share about that. Of course. So Instagram, it's my name. So Lisa Anif. And I share a lot about um, my family, my dog, my children. My children are my light. They're my motive for everything and my purpose for what I do. And I share my events and I share different spiritual things that are happening and, and sunsets and the water. And I, I share myself enjoying the present moment because I never enjoy the present. I never, I was always too busy to notice things. This morning, it's so funny, this morning I was walking my dog and I looked up in the sky and I saw clouds in the shape of an angel wing. 
Oh. And I said, oh my goodness, there's a beautiful sign from the divine. And I, I'm so proud of myself for recognizing that I'm, that I, I'm present enough to, to notice those things now and they, cause they matter to me. So I share that for my, my, my uh, followers to let them be think and, and, and maybe appreciate the small things in life again. So, um, and that's basically, you know, my motive is to share, share the God's love and light. And then I feel good about myself. So, um, so Instagram is a way also I'm on Facebook. My website is lisaanise.com. Pretty simple, all the same names. And um, you can access my book on those as well. My book is also on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, all books are sold. And your events are listed on your website? Yes, my events are on my website. I also have a link, tr link tree on my Instagram wh where I post events. Mm -hmm. So I do events at my studio in Wyckoff, New Jersey. Also, I do things at you know local places. I do some stuff at a salt spa. I work with a Reiki healer a lot. Um, I talk about my book, Nicole Marchand, and we do a lot of events together. We combine our skills of intuitive Reiki and sound healing for a great product for people. And um, we're going to do retreats in the fall. We have one coming up in mm. November timeframe. will be announced soon. And it's just a calling that I feel to help with the world around us. Um, also starting uh, monthly women's circles um, because I, we believe that People, women in particular, need a place of community and connection. And, you know, a lot of that was lost during the pandemic, uh, just getting together and talking about just helping ourselves. And there's great power in doing things as a community. And so Nicole and I felt very strongly about wanting to put that out into the world to help other people because we know people could use it. Um, so those are some things that are going on. And I we always are constantly changing and, and learning about what, you know, may be benefiting other people and, and want to help that way. Well, thank you so much for your inspiration, feeling your heart coming through the light in your voice that we can all connect with and helping people to see the way that their life can change, even if it's a small change. And even if the courage comes and they see that it's time for a bigger change to know the, the guidance, the love and the support that appears when we share from our voice and we have that clarity. And it's such a gift that you brought that inspiration to us today and the guidance and listening to your story it helps me think about how there aren't any mistakes in our life because I see your training as an accountant and an MBA, which might not seem like the most spiritual path leading you to where you are now, but I hear the clarity and the structure that comes through and makes it so much easier for us to listen and to follow because it's not just vague ideas of, well, let's be happy, you know, let's just manifest, let's just think positive, but it's really how to do it and how we can turn every part of our life into lessons and growth if we choose it. I was wondering if you could help us by seeing a little view into when you were becoming 
aware of how you weren't speaking your truth. Do, could you help us have a picture of that so we could maybe relate to when that happens in our lives? So when I was becoming further into my spiritual path and recognizing that I wasn't living my truth, I, I recognized I was living one way in my house and one way outside of my house. And doing that caused major conflict internally from my body, physically, really. And uh, a lot of my, you know, stress went to my gut and something I recognized. But a lot of it was, you know, during the, the pandemic. So uh, the big change happened for me during the, the pandemic time frame. And I was continuing my teacher's training for yoga, for teacher training um, in the spring time frame virtually. And I recognized, oh my gosh, yeah, I knew exactly what it was. My son's birthday, my son's birthday was early May and, you know, he turned seven and we had done a, a parade outside with friends because no one was going near each other. And I was on one side of the lawn and my ex and my, my husband and the kids other side of the lawn. And I recognized we were like completely different people. We weren't conjoined family anymore. I felt we were separate places. And I look, look at that and I said, what are we doing? Like, like we felt, I felt this big divide between us and Right after that moment, I had my yoga training and my teacher had said, everything is karma. We have karma, we have lessons. Say satnam to lessons, meaning say truth. I accept you, I love you, but it's time to move on kind of thing. And you wanna do it as quick as possible and just kind of like I said, move on. Because once you let go of what no longer serving you, like my marriage was no longer serving my highest good, then it allows for things that are serving your highest good to come into your life. The energies that are supposed to support you because we're all elevating, we're changing. And once we like little lessons and once that we go, you know, cross these lessons off our list, then we get harder ones and harder ones that help us to challenge us and elevate us. And so allowing the energies that are matching us to come into our lives. And so I remember that moment in May, it was early May of 2020, that was the switch that recognized I needed to, to, you know, separate and see what happens. And because I'm an accountant by background, my trade, I always live for my headspace, logical, has to make sense in my brain. I was never living for my heart. My heart was like blocked. I didn't live for feelings or connection that way. But this decision to move out of my home and separate during a pandemic, my children are seven and nine, eight at the time was strictly from my heart space because I knew my soul was dying where I was and I didn't want to die. Um, it was a pandemic, so people had actually died from COVID. And I looked at my life and I said, I have an opportunity to live and I want to do that. I want to do that for my children and me and then see what happens. And when I separate, I had no idea that it would be final or not. I just had to try because if I didn't try, then I live my life not really existing or living. And when I made the change and I made the scary step of getting an apartment and moving out and figuring it all out myself, my world began to change. I started to live for me and my truth. I was on my own and I was speaking fully for me and what Lisa wanted. And that's when I knew that I was on the right path. I followed my heart and led me exactly where to go. And so it was scary, yes, very scary. But I trusted that I had the tools to help me support me. And they really say the universe has your back. You know, the universe supported me with 
opportunities that I was awake to appreciate and accept and, and follow. And um, now it's like a little game, you know, what's going to happen next. And, and I'm open to those things because that's what just keeps life fun, exciting and, and fills me with joy. Wow. That's so powerful. You can really feel it and hear it. And I also want to mention that sometimes it wouldn't be as dramatic or as big of a change. Like maybe someone in the end will make this huge change, but in the beginning, it's just step by step. And just when we follow the heart that it, we're never let down, there's always support and new support and more and more. So each step feels powerful and more powerful. And we just take it one step at a time. So we don't have to be afraid, like, what if I have to do this thing? And you're so afraid to do it. And yet it's the thing that'll bring you your life even more fully and all those around you. Yes. And, and I was, and as I was, I was driving to my, my healing center this morning to speak with you, I was thinking to myself a year ago, a year ago, I, I think I was talking to my publisher about writing a book and, wow. and I remember in September I started writing the book. So mm. I, I always reflect on how did I get here? You know, and, and I less than a year ago, I had no book even started and now I have a book published Amazing. and I have a healing center. And again, it was step-by-step. Step. I had no idea that I'd have a puppy doing podcasts, but I really enjoyed my voice and speaking and sharing to help other people and serving. And that's what led me here today. And obviously we connected divinely and we help each other, obviously, because the day I met Karen, I had just signed my divorce papers. You remember that Karen? Yes. I just signed yeah. my divorce papers. And I remember you saying, this isn't how, I, I'm not feeling how I thought I would, you said. Yes, but, but, but serving you that afternoon yes. uh, exactly what I needed uh, to confirm <gasps> that this is my path and purpose. Oh, that gives me chills. You were filled with so much, I mean, a love from me and you. And, and I, we both filled each other. We, you know, mm -hmm. you give a healing, you get a healing. And as my teacher says, uh, and I just remember that. And it so it was divinely orchestrated that we helped each other that day. And I knew I was wow. exactly where I needed to be. And I think about those things. And like you said, day by day i have i don't have things all planned out to it see i have an idea of what's going to happen but i'm allowing space for the universe to give me these surprises and allow me to you know do what's best follow what's best for me what's the divine divinely orchestrated for me and that to me is a way of life that i'm so grateful to be living right now and share with oh. all of you and i would love if you could share with our listeners some sound healing, a taste of your sound healing, could you describe what you could share today? The sound healing that I'm going to share with the listeners today is the one for the fourth chapter, which is the connecting with love, the heart. Um, I'm very, very heart-centered person. My spiritual name is Prem Livjot, which is the, the goddess who uses God's divine love and light as a one-point devotion. So in my work, I always connect with the heart as I believe it's such a very special thing. So for the heart, um, the heart uh, sound healing, I start with the Tibetan bowls. And then I also play, when I play the, the D bowl, which is the heart bowl, I, I chant the Sanskrit or the Tibetan chant, Om Mani, Om Mani Padi Hum, 
which is the Tibetan chant for kindness, compassion, and love. So that, that mantra is circulating throughout that 10 minute piece during my Tibetan bowls. Then I go over to, I have Koshi chimes, which is bamboo chimes, which are beautiful twinkly sounds. And I have a chime set that's called um, shell chimes, which are also twinkly. I call them like sparkly twinkly lights. And so I chant while I play the, the, the chimes and the bowls and it's so beautiful. And that's the one that we'll, you'll be listening to after the session or after, after the podcast. And I think you'll really love it. And you'll get a taste to understand that each of my sound pieces are different. And this one just connects to the heart specifically with the chanting of Om Mani Padi Hum. So I hope you enjoy it. And today the gift continues and it will flow into each person that's here with us. Many thanks and love and a continuation building this community of light and love. So much gratitude and namaste.
podcast. Please subscribe to our community as we raise our vibrations and offer support and celebration. To learn more about today's story and guest and to receive free gifts, please visit karenolson.com. That's K-A-R-E-N-O-L-S-O-N and click on podcast. Until next time, may you have many sound blessings.